Welcome to the Mental Health Bible Study Podcast with Tyree E. Rowell. Well, hello there. How y'all doing on this day? It is the day that the Lord has made. And I am hoping that you rejoice and be glad in it. Because it is a decision you have to make to rejoice and be glad in it. So I hope you are doing that. And at the same time, I hope that you reflect and think about what God has done in your life and and also what he is doing at this time and also what he will do, even though you may not know what he is doing or cannot see what he is doing, but faith is the evidence of things not seen, you know? So, as you are reflecting on God and what he is doing, and especially what he has done, because it first begins with what he has done, because as you think about what he has done, you will remember and you will be thinking of all the things that you have been through in your life and the things that you have been through in your life and what God has done to get you out of certain situations. And as you think about those things, I'm hoping and praying that you will feel different than what you were feeling before you start thinking about it. Because as you remember what God has done, you will also remember that God can do it again. Because he is that type of God. He can do it again. And, you know, life just happens sometimes. Stuff just happens in our lives. And we can get to the point where we are questioning the meaning of things. But instead of going straight to questioning the meaning of things, I want you to go straight to remembering what God has done. You see you see what I just did there? Instead of questioning the meaning of things, go straight to remembering what God has done for you in the past. Because as you think about them, I'm praying that your soul get happy because God has done some wonderful things in my life. Even when I wasn't doing right, God was still yet being God. Thank you, Jesus. But at the same time, my soul get happy. My soul starts singing because it lets me know that God can do it again. And as I'm thinking about those things, I no longer question the meaning of things, why things are happening. Because God is still sovereign, just letting y'all know. But before I get into the topic for today, I do want to say that I missed an episode on the 14th. And because that is my husband and I 11th year anniversary, so that is the reason why there wasn't an episode. So here I am on today, Thursday, bringing a word you know, about a woman from the Bible, because it is Women History Month, and 
I started thinking, why not talk about the women in the Bible that people tend to feel like they have no purpose or they feel like they are underdogs or whatever the case may be. Because when people start talking about history, they bring up people who they believe are heroic, you know, that have done wonderful things. And if you have listened to the previous episodes, I talked about Eve and Hagar because those are wonderful women. No matter what they have done, they are some wonderful women and we can learn something from them and we can grasp a perspective about them spiritually and psychologically. So today I'm talking about Rahab, the prostitute. Because that is how they define her in the Bible. Rahab, the prostitute. They just don't say her name in the Bible. They put her profession right behind her name. And if you were to read, (coughs) excuse me, if you were to read um, Joshua, the second chapter, Hebrews 11, 31, James 2, 25, in Matthew 1, ah, if you were to read those verses, you're going to see it's a Rahab, the prostitute. And I was like, Lord, they have her profession behind her name in all of these verses. There must be a reason why you, uh, <laughs> why the people were, um, even the writers, you know, because this is written by other people, inspired by God, of course. But still, Rahab is being defined by prostitute, by her profession. And I was like, they want us to remember this, don't they? Because when people put emphasis on something like that, it's like you want me to remember this for some odd reason. Because you couldn't just say her name. I mean, even in the New Testament, you couldn't just say her name in the beginning. You know, just her name, Rahab. But no, you got it's written as Rahab, the prostitute. And I started thinking about the scripture in the Bible where it talks about you are no longer condemned when you are in Christ Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus, for paying it all. You know, because by the blood, I'm no longer condemned by what I have done. But people still bring up stuff, you know. People will bring up stuff that you have done, you know, stuff that you should do and whatever. But you have to remember that you are no longer condemned. Because you are in Christ Jesus. Now, if you are the person who is confessing and professing and proclaiming that Jesus Christ is your Lord and Savior, and you are walking the life, talking the life of Christ, you are no longer condemned. And you can be that person that God has called you to be. You're making sure that you're doing his will. But I want you to know that this is an individual walk. Collectively, 
we praise the Lord. Collectively, we have a relationship with, you know, with God. But individually, there must be a relationship. Individually, this is a walk that you're doing on your own, which means you have to have your own faith. Your own faith, okay? You can't sit up here and count on the faith of other people. This is your individual walk, your individual journey of building a relationship with the Lord. And this is exactly what Rahab did. She had heard about God and how God was, was there for the people of Israel in every aspect of their lives. And when the two spies came over to scout Jericho, she, um, they hid in the area where um, there was, you know, places where women could prostitute. If you want me to say it, the whole house. And in this place, they felt like they could, you know, hide themselves if they could, so that they could scout out Jericho. But they stayed with Rahab. And Rahab made a decision to follow God. Okay? And this woman, against all odds, made sure that the spies were able to come over and scout out Zerika without getting caught. You know? Anything could have happened to her. But she wasn't thinking about that. She was like, I want to follow God. I want to be his people. And not only myself, but also my family. So I was like, Lord, that takes faith. This is an individual walk here. And the woman didn't, didn't even have any shame because look, she was a prostitute. And ain't nobody looking at her different, especially the spies. They ain't looking at her different either. And like, if you want, if you want to follow Christ, baby, I don't want to stop you. I shouldn't even, I shouldn't even do that because that is a wonderful thing to do to follow Christ. We shouldn't stop, stop people. We shouldn't be getting mad at people when they want to be saved. But I'm just so applause. Uh, you know, with right here because no matter what people think, no matter what people are saying, as far as her and her household, they were going to serve the Lord. <laughs> I was like, Lord, that's so awesome to me. And to be the woman who is mentioned not one time, not two times, three times in the Bible about her faith, about how she trusted God to come and save her. I'm like, baby, if God can do it for her, surely he can do it for you. Surely he can do it for me. And no matter what my profession was, God can most definitely use me. God can use you. And when we say that we believe in God, 
we have to understand that when you give your life to Christ, all that you have done is really in the sea of forgiveness and forgetfulness. But God don't even remember anymore. But people surely will. But let them remember. Because God is still yet going to be glorified. Yes, he is. Mm-hmm. God is still yet going to be glorified in this. I'm just telling you. This right here is a prime example. God was still yet glorified in the life of Rahab, the prostitute. So let them talk. Let them say what they want to say, baby. Because God is still yet going to be glorified in your life, baby. You better know that for sure. Mm-hmm. My God. You better know that for sure. And not only that, in Matthew 1, 5, it talks about how Rahab the prostitute mm-hmm. was in the lineage of Jesus Christ, Okay. Matthew 1, 5 says, And Simon, the father of Boaz, by Rahab. And Boaz, the father of Obed, by Ruth. And Obed, by the father of Jesse. Because this is the lineage of Jesus Christ. Okay? This is the lineage of Jesus Christ. And verse 6 says, And Jesse... <clears throat> the father of David the king. And it goes all the way down. All the way down. If you go all the way down to verse 16, because it, it gives the lineage of the family. And Jacob, the father of Joseph, the husband of Mary, in whom Jesus was born, who is called Christ. Now, I just noticed here where it says in verse 5, and Simon, the father of Boaz, by Rahab. It don't have the prostitute behind it. <laughs> Lord, look at that. Look at that. Look at that. Mm-hmm. Okay, you see that? You see that? My God, why am I just not seeing that? I just saw I am just not seeing that. In Matthew 1 5, Hebrews and James say, well, James 2 25, in, in the same way was not also Rahab the prostitute justified by votes when she received the messages and sent them out. Hebrews 11 31 says, by faith, Rahab the prostitute did not perish with those who were disobedient because she had given a friendly welcome. I'm reading English Standard Version. But, baby, when you get to Matthew 1, 5, when you're talking about the lineage of Jesus Christ, who, baby? And Simon, the father of Boaz by Rahab. The prostitute is not by her name. Lord, I didn't even notice this when I was studying. That's that something. Ooh, Jesus, not continue. <laughs> because she in Christ Jesus. No, she finally got her first name mission, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. But th- I'm reading the English Standard Version, of course. But my God. But I just want y'all to know something. If you don't remember anything, yeah, know this. 
All things work together for those who love God and are called according to his purpose. Rahab called according to his purpose. And, so, and there are, you know, paths that we take that are not of God and there are decisions that we make that are not of God. But all things work together for good. And God is yet going to be glorified in your life. So as you think about the things that you have done, I want you to forgive yourself because God has already forgiven you. If you are a person who who believes in Jesus Christ and you are walking that walk and talking that talk, I want you to understand that God don't remember what you have done. So why are you why are you? Because God is yet going to be glorified, regardless of what people say, regardless of what people think, regardless of even what you think or say about yourself. Because God ain't saying those things, those negative thoughts. He is not thinking those things about you. God knows the thoughts he has for you. They are a peace, a hope, a future. In an expected end, baby. So, why are we thinking about the things that we used to do? Because other people, they can say whatever they want. They can think whatever they want, baby. But you, personally, the one who walking this walk, this individual journey that you own, you forgive yourself. Move forward. Keep believing. Keep standing. Keep going. Keep doing the thing that the things that God has called you to do. Because baby, you are no longer condemned by what you used to do. Because you are in Christ Jesus. So y'all have a wonderful day on this day. Thank you for tuning in to the Mental Health Bible Study Podcast. Subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss another episode.